What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and I am joined on the panel tonight by... Nick Cantrell. <laughs> Roger May. <laughs> Johnny Morales. And we're uh, all sitting very so like close to each other because we're streaming. I so, really like it. Yes. Johnny. Yes. Yeah. Now you're within smacking distance. Jonathan has so. not. Ha- <laughs> you know, this is the first time he's moved his hand from my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I That's why Johnny's out. a little relieved right now. A little bit. Anyway, uh, if this is your first time uh, watching or listening. Uh, we are a review podcast. We cover a DC book, a Marvel book, and an indie book each week. We review a graphic novel. We do some trivia. Uh, we try to keep you up to date what's going on with some news. Um, we'll hit you with some previews of what's coming out next week and maybe answer a couple of listener questions. Uh, I feel like we have like podcastception going on with you watching our stream right there. Right. The a stream time. within a stream yeah. within a stream. Oh, that was <laughs> bad. We're four streams deep, Matt guys. Popped up. I think, I think <laughs> like there's Zordon. a 30 second lag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you did it. So, anyway, uh, without no, further No, and I should say, I, I wanted to follow up on, on, on your intro there, too, because I was reminded of this like several times today that we're a spoiler podcast. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and I was kind of getting ragged. About it, and I was like, "How dare not, you? It's not that bad, is it?" <laughs> and everybody, and everyone's like, "Well, it didn't used to be, you know what?" Yeah, and we're today, today we're going to be talking about like, Kevin Spacey being really? Kaiser Sorsen. Yeah. <laughs> we we've always we, yeah we've you always know what it been is? A we always kind of determine how much to spoil. Right. We've always spoiled. There's some things that we do leave out because, like in certain graphic novels, there are certain things that you just have to read and to get the same yeah. feeling. But some of these issues, it's like, nah. Like if it sucked, we typically spoil the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. If there's something really good, we we save. Well, it. it's funny because Christian DePaz, who is going to be on next week, so so that'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Um, last Saturday, he was giving me heck about it because he was like, he, he'll just not listen to it until later because we spoil so much. And I'm like, Christian uh, complains and he was like, about everything and he was we like, do. Well, because I had this conversation with him. I'm like, you know, dude, it's about the journey. It's not It's not the destination. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> he's like, I want everything to be that brand new feeling. And I'm like, okay. Good luck All with right. that. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, is that it? Yeah. All no, right, that's Johnny, it, so. you're going to go ahead and pitch – the rise in, or the fallen rise of Captain Adam. Right. So um, this book, at first I thought it was um, the Adam, the Adam, Captain Adam. Yeah. So I was confused. I was like, wait, why is Ray Palmer doing this? No. Um, so it's this guy named Nate, right? Because I've. You have to hold it so the camera can <laughs> see us. <laughs> Like All right. <laughs> well, you, that's usually how I do it. I know. So um, I've never actually read any uh, Captain Adam uh, ever. I don't think. Um, and but any, like he was in um, just uh, Justice League, Batman, yeah. Superman. When we reviewed that, oh, what? oh right, yeah, come you're on, right, dude. Come on, man, dude, you I read some remember. Captain Adam. I yeah. legitimately hadn't read anything that uh, with Captain Adam. Oh, okay. oh, you guys, he's like one of my favorite kind of more obscure characters. Anyway, yeah, I mean, go he's ahead. Kind of like Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Level. Well, that's yeah. what that's. Remember when um, Alan Moore? Yeah. yeah. Right. What, for whatever reason, I had like a freak out. Like, is that who that is? Um, when he wanted to do that story, Captain Adam was who he had in mind, if I'm right, not mistaken, right, for right, that yeah. role. But then DC yeah. was like, you can't use those characters. Right, the, yeah. char- the Charleston characters, yes. right? All right. Um, so Captain Adam gets brought back in time, uh, and he doesn't know why, and he gets brought back in time, uh, apparently, before any superheroes uh, pop up. Um 
Before the emergence of the Justice League. Yeah, which is like 1996, and I just find that funny, you know, because I well, feel like... Well, this is, yeah. this is the New 52 retcon, so right. this is what this is operating out of. Um, so he's been basically living his life, uh, you know, because he knows what's going to happen. He's been winning a few bets on uh, some sports teams, and that's how he's been uh, getting money until he f- actually finds <sighs> a job. And uh, one of these nights, he gets um, beat up by some muggers. And well, he tries to stop a mugging. Right. <laughs> just get beat up. Well, he gets beat up. He does get beat up. He gets stabbed. Right. But he, he did it trying to help somebody. Yeah. And um, he meets this uh, doctor, uh, doctor, uh, last name Takara. Sato, Takara Sato. And uh, he falls in love and uh, ends up marrying her. Um, but he goes to this uh, phys- physicist, right? physicist um, asking questions about his uh, quote-unquote book uh, that he's writing about a time traveler and how it would affect the time stream but honestly he's just asking about himself like how is how is stream. <laughs> yeah how uh, things are gonna affect the, the time stream and basically he thinks that he won't affect it at all uh, well, I think the physicist tells him as long as it's something nominal that either is gonna happen anyway or something that doesn't have like an effect over, like by and large, mm-hmm. on the time stream, you can get away with it. But right. the thing is, is how is he supposed to know any of that? Right, know? and and the physicist subscribes to this uh, theory that if he does change something uh, big or monumental, that <coughs> the universe will just correct it. Yeah, it will of course correct. Right, and so he marries this um, Tak Takara, this doctor that uh, he met when you know he was in the hospital, and basically. By the end of it, it looks like the universe is course correcting itself, and he gets brought back to his uh, regular time, and that's basically where the book leaves yeah. off. Um, I have to say that I was a little confused by this book, but man, did I love it! This was oh yeah, this was just amazing. Yeah, it's a good. It, it what's funny is this is pacing wise. This is a completely different pace than the first issue. First oh, is issue it? was like, bam, 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 with all this action and, and kind of getting you up to speed where Captain Adam's been since the end of his New 52 run. Right. So it changed pace and let him kind of live this normal person's life. And then all of a sudden at the end, it like jackhammers him back to, to what's been going right. on with him. And, and this was another really long read. It was. It was a very long read. Um, I was a little like taken back at first because I was like this feels different <laughs> than the first issue so um, really, I but I, I liked it yeah, I mean so it's 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 a it's an interesting story so far since you said that you liked the first issue I thought that the first issue was like this because I really enjoyed this <clears> and I and I and I said to myself oh I this is why he liked it because it's it's written very well and I was genuinely interested in his character and oh I just basically lo- <laughs> yeah. what happens like Captain Adam is one of the when they when they relaunched him for the New Fifty Two that was that was a series that just did not get enough love. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two trades. Um, if some if you guys are interested, you can come ask Roger to order them. I think they're still available. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, really good read. Uh, kind of a, a, a mystery slash um, uh, self kind of discovery story because Captain Adam's powers are evolving. He's discovering like more and more of what he's really capable of. Uh, by the end of that series, he kind of exiles himself to the moon because he's afraid of how powerful he's getting. This series picks up from there at the end of the New 52 and kind of brings it through the New 52 into what I'm assuming this is going to end somewhere rebirth-ish. And this is going to be a way to bring him back into 
the DC. That's my theory anyway. I, I think that's a good sure. guess. Is it is it supposed to be mirroring Watchmen as much as it sounds like it is with uh, Doctor Manhattan? Well, Manhattan is based off. Of oh, yeah, his character has always been that way. That mm-hmm. kind of level of yeah, the atomic power and all that. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's where that came from. But um, yeah, so far I it surprised me just the pacing of this issue considering what we got in the last issue but it's still really i enjoyed it what did you think i really liked how they um how they integrated the science fiction aspects i mm-hmm. thought they really did a good job of that because most of the time there's some really embarrassing examples of when people try to fit science fiction into a superhero story but i thought that did a, a pretty good job of not focusing too heavily on one thing but still making it uh uh, understandable and really interesting. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that Captain Adam deals with is his humanity or lack thereof after he becomes Captain mm-hmm. Adam. And the writer kind of gives him like a proper life, you know, and then everything comes crashing down right. at the end. So I, um, I love that um, when he was talking to the, the physicist, uh, it kind of had a, an H.G. Wells time machine vibe, yeah. Yeah. which I, yeah, I exactly. love that, that story. And I was like, oh, this is so good. I, I just – I love many parts of this book. And, and this book – You really it, should read the first one to get the setup it of makes where me, he – Yeah, I would, I would definitely go back and, and read the, the, the setup to why he ends up back in 1996, something is going on with his powers. And it, it's like uh, – Essentially, he has a cold, but on an atomic level or a quantum level. And so something builds up, and it's this big burst of energy that throws him through time. Mm. And so he lands in 96 with no powers. He doesn't understand why he doesn't have his powers, but he's not going to question it because that's what he's wanted to be for a while. He's wanted to be like a normal guy again. So, um, yeah. Um, I love uh, that Marvel puts in like this paragraph, albeit their books are really bad. Um, but this one, the DC books normally doesn't have the they, summary. Yeah, they don't have the summary, but I could follow along perfectly with this book. And yeah, I think they did a really good job on yeah. exposition in this. Yeah, definitely. What did you think, Roger? Um, and I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I like the book a lot. Um, it, you know, like uh, Odyssey and Amazon's last week. I mean, it was a long read, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind it. I mean, because it's a story that's well told. Mm-hmm. Um, start to finish, you kind of know, you know, when you start the story – you know where you're at. You you know kind of what's happened, not not in detail, but you know, okay, he's back in the past and he doesn't have his powers, there aren't any superheroes yet. And then you kind of get led through his journey uh, and, in, you know, until the end. Art's beautiful. I mean, it's just, it's, who, it's phenomenal. Who wrote I found myself the art to this? You were supposed to say that. Oh, Sorry. right, I didn't do that. Um, so I have no idea, actually. Some guy named Bates. Carrie Bates right. wrote it. With what, pencils what by Will Conrad. See, he's prepared. We're not yeah, prepared. We're <laughs> not prepared. Yeah, Will Conrad, dude, nice job. And, you know, with this book, I found myself really studying the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was just from, you know, like talking with, with Ray and Chris on the, the World's Finest episode last Sunday. Um, I, I just I thought his backgrounds, especially yeah, that page with the, mm-hmm. the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show these guys. I mean, it's super detailed. She's in. Anchorman. But I thought his backgrounds were fantastic. I mean, he spent a lot of time drawing this book. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, because I know sometimes they hire 
uh, artists to do backups and stuff. But I don't think that's the case here. I think that that's that guy drawing the whole book, and it looks amazing. Yeah, he penciled it and colored it too. Oh, did, did he, he color, color it, it also? Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay, because I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I, so I, here's a guy who gets no sleep. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Because he did you, a lot, dude. You cannot tell. I mean, that book looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, I. I feel like I didn't like the coloring as much because it was a little bit monotone uh, to me. But but that might have been what he was going. Yeah, for. yeah, like you know, monochromatic palette. Probably. Yeah, especially if you look at the last page too. Like it's oh yeah. You know, once he starts, like the just the the skies, everything kind of pops out mm-hmm. a little better than it did previously. Yeah, you know what? Probably when uh, Captain Adam gets his powers back yeah. and things like that, you would see a lot more color. <laughs> this is a series I'm really excited to see where it goes. I really hope this ends with him being in the Rebirth era <laughs> of DC and maybe having, you know, a possible appearance in Justice League or something. That I think that would be really awesome. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, I just want to say that it's he's written so very well and the story is so engaging that it, it made me feel sorry for him at yeah. the end of the book. It, it just broke my heart when I'm I was like, no, you let him. need to read the first. Let him be yeah, happy. Especially, especially when he said, you know, has the whole part when he gets married and he's like, oh, you know, I deserve a little happiness yeah. after all yeah. this stuff. And, and right, right when his, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. don't want to spoil so much out of this. If, if, if I don't <clears throat> read the whole series, I'm just going to, like, the ending to me is in the middle. He's he's married and he's happy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go ahead and do some star ratings. Okay, um, I give this book a five. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Roger, I'd give it a four. Um, that, th- there's a lot to love, um, and I would I would probably read the other ones. Uh, I'd give it a five, just for the simple fact that um, having not known much of anything about it, that now I do want to know. Just about everything yeah, about it and go back and reread everything. Um, I'm going to say four and a half, solid four and a half, um, just because it threw me for a loop. I read the first issue, and like I said, pacing-wise, it was different, and it's not bad. It's just, I was like, oh, okay, he, we're trying something new on this issue, okay? I'm, so now I'm really curious to see what he goes for in the next issue. Um, but I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those series that will end up being like a five across the board for me once I read all yeah. of it together. But solid issue, just not action-heavy. It's a very, um, <coughs> I guess, introspective issue would be a way to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something that modern mainstream comics is kind of missing right now. I yeah. Think. Well, because so. you have to expect that he is going to go back and find this girl. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. You know? I would hope oh, so. You know how? I know. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited right about now. the prospects of, of the future, um, and I, and I agree with you on that. I think that you know this has all the hallmarks of being a five star story. Yeah. If if the writer gets it right, and I think he's setting all this stuff up because he knows where he's going. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I can't believe I like the DC book more than you did, Jonathan. Huh. <laughs> First time for everything, dude. Here's the thing, like, because if there's a little more action in it from like you know some atomic powered Captain mm-hmm. Adam stuff, I probably would have had like a five, just a little bit more. But this was a lot of kind of Nate getting like a little bit of a life for once, and that's fine. I want to read. I I know that like it's gonna not end well. I want to read more about his life, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and go over to our indie book. Nick, you got the pitch for that. All right, Vampirella number zero, written by Paul Cornell, with art by Jimmy Broxton. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, well, it was sort of, I mean, there maybe was 
10 pages <laughs> of something like that. It wasn't much of a book. Uh, it starts out, there are uh, three people that have escaped something. We're not 100% sure. All the while, there is uh, all these thought bubbles, thank you. All these thought bubbles, bubbles of what uh, Vampirella is thinking. And at the bottom of the page. Yeah, at the bottom of the page. In like psychedelic 60s 1960s font. 1960s font, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, I didn't read those. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, these these people are trying to find Vampirella to uh, do something. Yeah, resurrect her. It would seem they find her, and she has no idea what's going on, except that she finds a book that has very vague uh, sort of history, but no reasoning behind why she is uh, stuck in this tube, and that brings you up to speed. The end. Um, and we should know <laughs> that this is a 25 cent issue, and that's about as much quality as you're getting out of it. Well, that was my. It's a little. Come on. That was my initial thought. Was all right. Well, they're they're obviously not going. They're they're trying to get people to just get into Vampirella. But man, this did not did not do it for me. Uh, the art is really cool. It's uh, it's really uh, expressive. And vivid, but the story is just so bland. There's nothing, uh, nothing going on really. It's yeah. just, what's the point? I, you know, I like Vampirella. Um, <clears throat> I expected that what Dynamite was doing with this 25 cent issue is to really try and build a readership. Yeah. Through that, you know, to say, hey, you know, 25 cents, you know, jump on board. Mm-hmm. They really should have had a much stronger zero issue if they wanted people to keep reading this book. The art is good. Um, but, I mean, I can I can see some people actually liking this. and Like, oh, 25 cents, I, I'll pick this up. And if they like it, you know, I, I could actually see some people picking up number one. Well, that was because I had read briefs. They had just put out the Vampirella Aliens mm, the, oh, not that long. And I really dug that one. Mm. Like, that was having been a – very very casual Vampirella fan and you know liking aliens I you know read through that whole one but after reading through this I it did I just I was left confused yeah uh, there was no exposition and by the end of it there's the solicitation for the John Wick and I was like man I would have rather read that <laughs> I feel I almost feel bad that they're doing a John Wick comic on dynamite because no one's gonna read that Oh shoot! I'll yeah. read that. In I mean, heartbeat. well, not a, not a large. Audience yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. that should yeah. be on a like on a image or something like that, or Dark Horse, yeah. something where actual people are gonna be able to get it. I was a. Uh, I'll read the crap. Out the of way that yeah. Vampirella is dressed, I was under the impression that this was a mature book. But then when I saw the the curse word, bleeped out the the, the language. Not, not only that, like you know how like they bleep out um, bad words in other comics, they. They kind of put uh, some symbols. They just like censored, blackbarred it, and I was like, oh, "This well, doesn't make it better." That was my that was my first thing. But when I went back and read it, it almost seems like you could say that it was like a name or something like that. That maybe it wasn't a cuss word that they were trying to like a redacted. Like yeah, like yeah, like they were doing some sort of like redacted thing because some of it didn't really Yeah, it didn't make sense as a Yeah, as it a didn't really word. make sense, you know, like I was trying to put a cuss word in there, but it hmm. didn't it didn't really work. And then there's so many 
the other thing that I, I had noticed, there were so many meta sort of references. I mean, at one point, this says Vampirella is dreaming about her memories, walking through contradictions, talking about, you know, like uh, the different sort of publication history and how different writers have kind of, right. they've had to retcon everything. And there's multiple examples of him hinting at something like that because they're definitely going for a reboot with uh, this. That's one of, one of the things that kind of bothered me about this issue though, was that this is Vampirella in the distant future, you know, way distant future. And I was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I want to read that, but maybe. Is there anything else that we can really say about this book? I mean, you guys already mentioned, but I really like the art uh, and the coloring. Um, it's, it's different. Uh, I don't really know who to compare it to. Well, it I mean, reminds me. It just reminds me of pulp sort of horror kind of. Right, yeah. kind, kind of like a you know, what's that guy's name? Uh, Paul Pope, uh, kind of uh, vibe to it. Uh, maybe not as scratchy as <laughs> his work is, but I don't know. Same type of vibe that I'm getting. Is that his name, Paul Pope? Batman Year One Hundred. I don't know, Johnny. <laughs> anyway, right. let's do some star ratings because. I don't have a whole lot nice things a whole lot of nice things to say about this book right um so this book was like kind of like middle of the road for me so three <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh half maybe one mm. ooh yeah I mean I thought I was being generous and I don't know um two and a half stars for me I part of this is I like Vampirella um I don't there's a lot that I'm I really have questions about with this book, but um, at least we'll this see. wasn't like a three ninety nine book. Yeah, I would have been. That would have definitely been negative stars if I had paid three ninety nine for something. Right. One. There's nothing here for me. I was yeah. confused as to po- as to what was really going on in this beginning part. They just didn't do a good setup for me. If that's what you're supposed to do, and your whole point is you've made the issue a quarter. You're trying to draw in readership. You're trying to set stuff up. Give me something to work with. Well, and you know, it's interesting too because this is uh, Image Day. Image's 25th anniversary. Yep. Walking Dead six, uh, 163 came out today, also a quarter, full issue. Just like, I mean, like a two ninety nine issue. Not, you know, this this Vampirella 25 cent issue is half of it is, uh, you know, Ad solicits for, for other dynamite properties. So the most exciting it, it, thing in this book was the John Wick preview. Yeah, I know. And it's just after reading that stuff, like it makes me less likely to buy the rest of the <laughs> dynamite stuff because it was just so boring. Yeah, yeah, 17 pages. Anyway, all right. Uh, we're going to go to our a uh, Marvel book, which is. Star Wars, Darth Maul, number one, mm-hmm. by Cullen Bunn, writing, and Luke Ross on art. Um, and this is kind of a prequel to uh, yes, Phantom prequel. Menace. Um, kind of, a lot of it is Darth Maul kind of uh, champing at the bit to, to get out there and fight some Jedi. Wants to be turned loose. And him dealing kind of with the frustrations of not being able to go out and do the one thing that he's been waiting to do, which is, you know, fight some Jedi and kill him. Slay. And, yeah. What? So is 
is Darth Maul like a serial killer? Because he gave me a serial killer vibe. Like, oh, I just want to kill Do you kill want people. him to be a serial I killer? I don't. So that you he can, like, read of, his issues without... No, he was kind of boring. As a, He was kind of bland to me. That's Cullen Bunn. That's not Darth Maul. That's Cullen Bunn. Oh, I would man. disagree. I couldn't disagree more with yeah. that. Really? Yeah. Yes. I have a I have a long-standing dislike of Cullen Bunn's Oh, writing. we know. Okay. So Who's this uh, Eliopoulos guy? I don't guy? know, but I think that's... Oh, a, Chrissy... Uh, Eliopoulos. Yeah. He yeah. is uh in if you look at all those nineties X Men comics, he is the letterer for oh. um all of those and he does some really, really cool kind of comedy stuff. He did the the little short at the end of it. He was oh, the one who that's wrote what he Arden did. And drew it too. Yeah, but okay. it, like his name but isn't on the screen. credits. Yeah, but it's speaking on audio from my computer and the mic's right there. Ooh, that's oh, okay. not good. Wait, are we Yeah, we're done streaming. No, we're not yeah. done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, what? <laughs> we have to go back and do all that? But yeah, so uh, Chris Eliopoulos, though, he's yeah, a he's fellow, a fellow Greek. Bill, I was about to say that's a very Greek-sounding name. Yes. Um, I was, yeah, he did the whole backup thing. His name's on it. Oh, and, okay. So, there yeah. is a little backup story that right. was kind of pointless, but whatever. I liked it. I like, see, that's one, that was one thing that I really, really dug about it is that um, the little droid story. Yeah, because that's the, the third one that he's done. He did one in Poe Dameron, number one, and then he had done one in, what was it, Star Wars number 25, yeah. And they're just these, like, cute little offbeat stories, you know? But like it's, Cute offbeat didn't belong in Darth yeah. Maul. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could definitely make that argument. You could definitely make that argument. But I thought, I it, as far as, like, an introductory issue, I thought it, I mean... When they have stuff like that, it's just fun. Yeah, it's a fun no, read. It's it's a it like you said, it's a cute story. It just was weird. It being in a, a serial dark, killer. Yeah, <laughs> like this dark kind of broody um, type thing. I guess we're gonna space out more since we don't have the the live stream going. Yeah, I wasn't going to my standards, so I stopped it because I need to figure out why it wasn't working right. Gotcha. Did, uh, can they actually stream the audio, or is it just? Yeah, no, yeah it yeah, can. can. It just wasn't working. How we'll I figure it out. It would work. Anyway, uh, does. Uh, does he do the art? Now, I don't want to. Oh, okay. Luke, oh. Luke Ross. <laughs> <laughs> no, I might have to scoot over now. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, Luke Ross did the main series art, and uh, Eliopoulos did the. Yeah, he drew. And, he drew the short. Oh, okay, yeah. man, I love the art on the on the backup. Yeah, he does. Um, he did a a really cool one with Franklin Richards and um, what's the robot from Fantastic Four? No idea. The um the one they had they there's like the little sir, you know friend robot that they did, but he mm. did Chris Eliopoulos did like a whole series and it really reminded me of like Calvin and Hobbes or mm. something cool like that's, that. That's what this little short in the back yeah. had had the vibe of. But let's talk about the main story because that's what this is yeah. what we're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I got I got so excited. It's about okay. The story. It's okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm interested. Like you thought, you thought this was good. No. I thought it was a great setup. Okay. For as far as a, I thought it was really cool because if one thing Star Wars and Marvel and Disney are doing right, it's the fact that they are actually integrating things well. They had the Raftar from mm -hmm. Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a nice way to kind of tie things together. That was cool. Um, Him hunting it. Yeah. Um, as far as the the kind of interactions between Maul and uh, and Sidious, it's it's nothing really new. 
But then again, there wasn't a lot of stuff that was actually canon that, I mean, what, if you're, were there even any sort of books on Darth Maul that have come out with? There were, there was a whole history of them. Yeah, there was a whole history of them. Son of Dathomir, I think, was a series. Clone Wars is canon. Clone okay, Wars that's right. Yeah, so Clone Wars. So there, there was a little bit that he could have pulled on, but uh, well, I, I don't know what what they kept, if any, from the Dark Horse run of things. Only Son, Son of Dothamir. That's the only. Thing. That's the only thing that's still yeah. canon. Yep. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. So like, as, as far as stuff like that, I I thought it was I I would definitely pick it up again, or you know, pick up number two. I would be interested to see where it goes, how it. See, uh, okay, so from a story standpoint, I understand I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but from a, a single issue, a single issue, and a, and the dialogue in this, it just felt like another. I'm Cullen Bunn, and I don't know how to write characters like differently. Like all the voices sounded the same in this. They didn't. It didn't have a uniqueness to each character. And granted, a lot of it is Darth Maul's internal God monologues and stuff. But there was a lot of that in this issue. So I'm actually glad you brought uh, his internal monologue up because I absolutely hated it. I feel like he wouldn't be actually thinking this stuff. Uh, and it suffers from, I think, one of the biggest problems right now in, in comic books is uh, the internal monologue always ends up with, like, I am Wonder Woman, daughter of the Amazon, you know, or I am Superman, last son of Krypton. Like, it's really annoying when they say that. Like, really, right. you have to say that every freaking issue? Well, you, get a, you, you end up getting, a you know, some kind of hybrid exposition right. internal yeah. monologue that isn't what somebody would think right and and like I, i'm just gonna read a little bit of an internal uh, monologue i am darth maul uh it's hungry uh rathors are among the most um dangerous creatures in the galaxy hungry vicious relentless we are so alike and i'm like oh god god darth maul really is that what you really think of yourself i don't like this book <laughs> <laughs> roger yeah i thought it was okay I, I wouldn't go, you know, any any more than that. Um, I did see it as a setup issue, but I wasn't sure that it was a setup issue that was really, you know, that the story was really going to take you on that big of a journey. You know, there's a there's a story to tell here that, you know, maybe is a three issue story arc, not five, but mm-hmm. Marvel's got to make the money, so. Um, yeah, I mean, for a four ninety nine price tag, not with worth the, it. Nope. You and know, the animated feature in the back. Oh, that I love really that. That's was, worth it. Yeah, that was for me. That was. That Here's was what's the, funny though, because it, it did have the backup story, so that adds to the price tag a little bit. And I thought, from the judging by the thickness of this book, I was like, "Oh, this is a hefty issue." Nope. You get to the middle, you get the, and it's the gate previews, yeah. gatefold previews of upcoming Marvel titles, and I was yeah. like, "That's what made this so thick." So it's not even extra main story. It's just the normal page count, backup story, and, you know, their little solicitations for resurrection and everything else coming out in a couple months. Oh, that's sad. So anyway, <laughs> uh, let's do some star ratings. Roger. I, I would go two and a half stars on this one, too. Nick? Uh, I'd give it a four. Yeah? Yeah. Johnny? Uh. I didn't like this book. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. So two. I'm actually in the same boat. I'm going to give it a two. So I'm sure there's a lot of Darth Maul fans that are actually going to really like this just for the fact that they have something Darth Maul related out. You guys are crazy. But 
That's me. <laughs> and I had a feeling that's where you were coming from. And believe me, I wanted this to be good, but the minute I saw like, Cullen Bunn. No, no, in turn, like I really I wanted I want it to be good because it's Darth Maul. Darth Maul is a great character that I would love to see more of. True. Just don't have Cullen Bunn write it. True. Well, that was that was like because uh, Roger was saying that he did he wasn't super crazy about it too because he's just not a Sith guy, right? And that's uh, made me think of the, thank you. You the, just outed me. <laughs> Everybody knows. Me. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just I mean, gonna, uh, redacted, I'm redacted, redacted, redacted. I'm <laughs> For weeks now, but no, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not a Sith guy. I, Darth Maul's cool, but I'm more with the Force. Well, that well, was that was my well, well that was Jedi? my thing. That was my the thing, Jedi. though. I mean, me that, too. But I like you know I like kind of seeing the dark side and what. Well, doing. yeah, that's what you know the Kirby what Jack Kirby was saying that you know you measure a superhero based on the quality of its supervillain, and yeah. I think you know Darth Maul. And there's a lot of potential with that character. Yeah. I, just wish somebody else wrote him. Yeah. Well, because he has a specific bone to pick with Obi Wan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andre sent me over. IGN did a review of this book. Did they rate it this five week. plus? Uh, no, they kind of eviscerated it. Really? Who, who because you it. can pretty much buy a great review from IGN. Yeah. Uh, That's like, not it's, true. It is uh, so true. <laughs> it is so <laughs> true. I read more things that are like, "This is the greatest thing ever." Well, 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 like, they liked Riverdale. They <laughs> did. They did. You read that? <laughs> yes. <They're, laughs> IGN's comics editor, his name is like Joshua Yule. Like he's yeah. pretty like split down the middle. Like I've seen him rip into things. I've seen him praise a lot of things. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's all in who's paying him that week. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I'm just saying. Like I read more things on IGN that's like, oh my god, this is great that I don't like. Then I. Then I. No, I definitely. I definitely have to back him up on that. IGN is. So anyway, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I, I understand what you're saying. It's also an opinion. That's it is. Just, that's what a review is. I know. You know I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to send that review over to you if you want to read it because I do. basically the guy and I, th- I think it, you know I got the feeling that. The reviewer was a big Star Wars fan, you know, and there was like who a, was completely let down, offended. Because <laughs> there was, it was, I think basically viewed it as a failed attempt to, you know, give some backstory mm. to Darth Maul that you're going to end up with this fluff piece that doesn't really advance his character or tell you know anything more about his just backstory. To put out a five issue that yeah. is yeah that it's and that you know I mean I think that one of his uh, suppositions was that you know the writer was probably hamstrung by Disney that they didn't want him to go too far in any direction could maybe because they didn't know what they wanted to do with the character yet but so mm. it's it's kind of going to be kind of a fluff piece that's a shame yeah. Sick. anyway what would you guys rather have reviewed and in place of what um, so I, in place of Darth Maul, I would have rather reviewed uh, Moon Knight uh, by Lemire and Greg Smallwood. Um, good that book is really good still. Uh, and for the indie, um, this is actually kind of um, bittersweet. Uh, Nailbiter uh, number twenty nine. Uh, I love that you actually have to grab the comics. Yes. So you I, I, Johnny, I just want to make this clear too, because every week you pick at least two. You said. So does that mean every week you don't want to read two out of the three books? Yeah, I did not want to read Darth Maul or Ramparella. Okay. Um, but ponies uh, only come out <laughs> twice a month. Right. And I s- <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wanted to um, specifically point out uh, at Nailbiter um, because it's ending with the next issue after this one, Thank issue God. 30. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah, this book, um, it's been one of my mm, favorite books uh, from Williamson. Uh, I think it's better than Birthright, but you know that's just me. Yeah, crazy, no, crazy, dude. Th- mm. This book is great. Uh, yeah, so it's ending with issue thirty next month, and that's kind of bumming me out. But yeah, that's it. Roger, Nick, anybody? Crickets. Uh, Go ahead. De- definitely in. Uh, I'm stealing Rogers. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> I knew because I, I have a backup. So. Um, the d- definitely the Vampirella. Uh, would have. I think we're going to be liked. unanimous across yeah. the board <laughs> on that one. And uh, but the the new Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, that one I really have been digging. All of the new Riverdale stuff. I've been consistently uh, impressed by all of the stuff that they've been putting out. So Archie Publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I was going to go with that uh, because yeah I mean reading reading the Archie graphic novel. Um, Hey Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, and we'll talk about that in a minute because I mean it's done so well, and uh, seeing that Josie and the Pussycats cover, I was like, oh man, I want to read that too. Um, but I would if uh, not going with that one, um, I would have I would have dropped Darth Maul for Monsters Unleashed number two. Oh, and I and I did read it. Uh, it, it was good. It was did really like good. That's Colin Bun too. I was on the fence with the first one. I thought that you know, I mean, the art uh. was fantastic. I mean, it's it's McNiven, right? No, yeah. McNiven so, isn't on the second one, is he? No, he was on the first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, oh, the I'm first sorry, the, I, I totally misheard that. The art was fantastic. Um, the second a lot issue is ex- exposition in that the, first one, setting everything. Yeah, the the second issue is Greg Land. Um, who's great too? You don't have all the porn faces. You know, the, <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a couple. Jeez. Sorry, talk John. about a kid-friendly show. <laughs> you might have to explain but, that reference. But um, or we can just no. I mean, it's it's monsters, and you have and and you know one scene you've got you know a couple of kaiju on top of the San Diego Convention Center. And, you know, going down with, you know, all these heroes. And it's, you know, it's really good. I think the first issue, the problem that I had with it was it was like the same thing happening every three pages. Yeah, you yeah know, they, were setting, pages, they were setting you know, up were, each of the different times but way too much. And the fact much, that everybody sounded the same. Yeah. I think I mean, Ian, Ian made a great case for it on Facebook. I just wanted to give him yeah. a shout out because I saw it. I saw it, Ian. I read it. Yeah. Uh, you made a great case. I just... Uh, didn't do it for me. But is McNiven switching? Are they switching back and forth? Give him a break in between issues, or do they? I don't know. I, think uh, I don't. I don't know who's up next yeah, on the artists. on the next one. I, I, uh, that's probably true, just because I think Marvel wants to to get this book out really quick. Yeah, um, they don't want to make the same mistakes they did with Secret Wars and uh, yeah. Civil War too. Yeah. yeah. The second issue. I mean, the second issue is good. Um, the the one problem I have with it is it's it was kind of like Batman versus Superman. Okay, there's a point in that movie and in this comic where I had the same reaction. It was like, oh my God, who's going to pay for all this stuff? <laughs> because damage control. It's <laughs> right. It's I mean, it's raining kaiju from space, right, coming in as meteors, and and then they just start wreaking havoc. And there's there's like hundreds of them. And and you know, there's a point in the second issue where. They kind of figure out that, you know, hey, this is all about, uh, you know, cleansing the earth. Okay. Um, and I'm like, well, 
they're doing a pretty good job <laughs> and i don't yeah so but it but it was look it, it was it was really good and, I, and i'll probably read the rest of that series hmm. If for me, I would have swapped out Vampirella for Invincible. Hey, yeah. bang! Because yeah. yeah, that's out this week, and uh, I can't love go that wrong. Series. You can't. Um, yeah, I read that one too. Thumbing, that was really good. Yeah, especially after thumbing through it when we were bagging it up, and we were like, "Oh my god, what?" Yeah. Was this, so, was this the first issue with Ark? Was it no, the last no. One? This is the last. I think this is the last one with with Corey Walker, and then the next. Yeah, because this is this is one thirty two, and yeah. the next okay. month starts that last run. Has yeah. Ryan Otley done the art for all of that stuff? No, this no. most of it. Corey Walker started it, I think, yeah. up through issue eleven. Mm-hmm. Then Otley came on. Otley's been on with interim issues by Corey Walker because Corey Walker was like the original co-creator with Robert Kirkman. So okay. he did this last six issue art to give, I think, Otley enough heads. Six you know, months head start. Head start <laughs> on it. Because I think they're going to, they might crank this this last arc out in like th- every three well, weeks. Because they've done that. Issues? It's 12 issues. And, and they've done that before where they, yeah. they crank them out quick. Yeah, because so, I, I love Otley's stuff. Yeah. It's so oh, good. yeah. He's the one closing out that series. So. But it was not him on this. But it, yeah. There's some there's some brutal stuff in in this mm-hmm. one. That's like what. Nice. So I would have swapped out Vampirella for that in a heartbeat. Uh, for Marvel, I probably. God, it's just it's painful. Um, jeez, I don't know. Um, Moon Knight. Yeah. I might have probably done Moon Knight just because we reviewed that or before. Even Star the, Wars. Oh, Star Wars was out this week, huh? The normal, yeah, oh, the normal. Yeah. Either one of those yeah, would have yeah, been yeah. fun. That would have been good too. So, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and go to trivia time. Normally, it'd be with Roger. Yeah, well, it's gonna be half and half. Half and half. Yeah, cool. with Roger and with because Nick. I figured because yeah. I don't, I, I don't remember anything, so I would throw the question to you guys and and let you. We're gonna do another round robin thing. Okay. Um, Johnny, you don't look too scared <laughs> right okay so basically we're going to see how deep we can go and naming car- uh, characters from the archie universe okay okay so we're okay. going to start with johnny cool uh jughead's dog hot dog that counts Do I okay he's pivotal yeah. in afterlife with archie yes go ahead yeah no go ahead jonathan uh cheryl blossom uh, Miss Grundy. Okay. My mind's already blown because <laughs> nobody said freaking Archie. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Archie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Wait. Mad, go ahead. Archie. <laughs> Low-hanging okay. fruit. I know, I know, right? I mean, you guys... <laughs> you guys you've, been, you've been messing with I, us. I, you've I been know. wanting truth. Johnny. Veronica. Betty. Dude, Veronica's all, all the way. Uh, Moose. Mm. Veronica? All yeah. the way? Yeah. I... Oh my God! <laughs> uh, wait, well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. We gotta stop. Are you, are you, are you, uh, Ronnie or Betty? I, I think definitely based on Mark Wade's take on it, I'm absolutely a Betty. Okay, John is obviously mm-hmm. Betty. Matt, I didn't read it yet. I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I typically go for brunettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but the way Betty's written, yeah, so yeah. Good. Okay, she's the girl next door, man. You if, can't, yeah, you it, can't go. Blah, she yeah. fixes his car. Yeah, I mean, I'm down with yeah, that. Yeah, with, with this graphic novel, then yeah, Betty's a better person. Okay, <laughs> but but yeah, but, but you're all about the sugar daddy stuff, or sugar, <laughs> uh, sugar, sugar mama, sugar, 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 sugar. <laughs> uh, no, ever Sorry. since I, I was a kid, like the reading the digest stuff, I, I always gravitated towards Veronica. Okay, going back around, where were we? Uh, I did Veronica and uh, he did, Moose. And then I said he Moose. Moose, Matt. 
I only know Archie. Really? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, my God. We've already mentioned another <laughs> character that has her own book. I don't know. Go ahead, Johnny. <laughs> Wait, did you guys? No, he did better. Matt skipped. Uh, Matt's out. I didn't read it. So. He got <laughs> Matt got dunked in the tank. Okay, Jughead. Kevin. Midge. Oh man, I think I might. Awesome. Um, um, what's that dude's Reggie? There you go. Nice. Uh, Dilton. Sabrina. Nice. Johnny. Just Josie. Oh, <laughs> come on! He yeah. said Sabrina, She's, dude. Come on, Jos- Josie's in the Archie universe. God dang it! I mean, because I, I opened it up to go as deep as you want. <laughs> Jonathan's dog. Jonathan's on the dog. Dang! I think I'm done. You did good. You did good, bro. All right, uh, Hiram Lodge. I don't know who that is. That's, that's <laughs> Veronica's dad, oh, okay. right? Uh, Pop. Pop. Oh, nice. Oh, that's yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, yeah. This is Archie Deathmatch. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I if we're going there, what's his freaking? <laughs> they already dunked. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> You're underwater. I know. Uh, Dylan, Dilton. I said Dilton. Yeah, he's um, a Raj. I think. Are, did he get dunked for that? For repeating? It's your rules. Yeah, you're yeah. the you're in the driver's <laughs> seat. You got I, Johnny, doesn't Johnny, win. Win. Johnny doesn't win. Johnny doesn't win. Good job, Johnny. Yay! <laughs> I would have lost. All right, and now uh, Nick's gonna Nick's gonna fire off a, a listener question. We stopped the live feed, so it's not a viewer question. But um, if you want to win, okay, I'm short on books this week, so you can win a copy of Archie if you're first. If you're second, you can win a copy of Darth Maul. Ba-ba-ba. So that's it. One trade, one comic. Nick's got a trivia question. Um, if you know the answer, we don't have the website up yet, right? For all no, I actually okay. have to talk to you about that. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm going to get taken out back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so, so I, have a, I have a few, but uh, low, get, low ball. Or your uh, best shot. Best make, shot. Okay. Make, so make, the hardest make it hard one. for him. Hardest to, one. Okay. Right. So. They uh, gotta go in on the issue deep web. five. There is a reference to a, <laughs> a certain uh, character that's possibly named after somebody. Who is the name that is on? Reggie's. That was too vague. Yeah, that's <laughs> super vague. I mean, nobody wins. <laughs> yeah, uh, that uh, Reggie Mantle uh, gets his fake ID. What is the name on Reggie Mantle's fake? It's a little ID? meta, guys. It's a little oh, meta. Okay, a little oh, meta. that's right. a good question. Okay. Uh, and, and with that, is yeah. issue five so of if you, if you know the answer, if you know the answer, um, who is on Reggie's fake ID? What's the name on the fake ID of issue five? You of can yes, yes, Johnny. I'm gonna stop. Um, <laughs> Nobody mentioned that we're <laughs> issue five of Archie. <laughs> Let them find it. Yeah, so, uh, hit me up with your answer on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Cool. Right for now. And Let me who, know first person to win their choice of the graphic novel or a Darth Maul comic. And second person will get the leftovers. Thanks for playing. And this. the reason that we're doing Archie oh. trivia. Go ahead. Oh, the winners. The winners from last week. Yep. Who was that? Sorry. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Hauser. No, I know. Matt Hauser and David Revis. What yeah. was the question? So the answer. <laughs> I told you to write it down. We we had a conversation about having this ready, and we still screwed it up. You expected me to remember. <laughs> wrote it down, dude. <laughs> no, I didn't write down the the question. Oh my god! Oh, well, what, was, what was the book we, we did? We just suck eternally. That's all it comes oh, no. down to. Oh, I, I, I take full responsibility. For that. <laughs> Everyone listening, they're like, I don't so, know. So these guys, don't wait, you know, uh, so we we can we can 
use deductive reasoning for this. Yeah. What were we reviewing what last week? Odyssey reviewing? of the Amazons. Uh, it, was Wonder, it was Wonder Woman trivia. Yeah. It was Wonder Woman trivia. Yeah. Oh, it hey, was the what identity. Was, what was Diana Prince's uh, occupation? Occupation. The original yeah. Diana Prince's occupation. What was the answer? What was it? it she was an army nurse. Oh, cool. There you yeah. go. All right. All right. And the, the reason more you know. The reason we're reviewing, or we did Archie trivia, is because we're reviewing Archie Volume One by Mark Wade. Mark Wade. And Woo- Staples. And uh, be- because a terrible version of a of a TV show for Archie came out recently. What was the last Thursday. Uh, it was so god awful. That's subjective. Uh, did you watch it? I have not. Then you, <laughs> don't uh, yeah. get a, you don't get to comment. I've heard. Yeah, and I've heard. I've heard. And we're gonna mixed talk about reviews, it. but I've only, I've only heard from like four people. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it, but let's let's have Roger yeah. pitch the the graphic novel, okay. and then we'll get into. Yeah, so Archie Volume One is it's a it's a it's a reboot of the Archie universe that was um, executed by Archie Publications last year. Yeah, end of two thousand fifteen. In two thousand fifteen, going into okay. sixteen, going into sixteen, and this starts off. Um, <laughs> you're in high school with Archie and Jughead, Veronica, Betty, and the gang, um, and Archie and Betty have been dating since like the fifth grade. Okay, there but they've broken up. Deep history. With okay, um, they've been a couple for everywhere, and so and, and the, through the course of this volume one of the graphic novel. You know that that they broke up, and in time you found out you find out why, which was related to the lipstick incident. Hashtag, Hashtag lipstick Hashtag incident. Lipstick incident. Um, and so it's it's kind of a big deal, you know. They're not uh, Archie and, and Betty aren't talking to each other, um, and in this time you have Veronica move into town. Um, and start going to public school there. She ends up taking a shine to Archie. They start dating. Jughead and, and uh, Betty decide to try and break them up. Along with a lot of other people. And a lot of other people who are on board. Yeah, everybody in Riverdale. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a story about, uh, you know, the Archie gang in high school and, and dealing with life. And, and it's I, I, fun and wholesome. I was so surprised so by this good. book. Yeah. I think last week when Jonathan and I were talking about this book coming up, you know, I, I think I mentioned to you that I'm I'm so far removed from high school yeah. <laughs> that I I just didn't know how I was going to feel about it. And man, is it written well! Yeah. I mean, it's, it's Mark so Way. Mark Way did an yeah. expert job. I, I I love how Archie breaks the fourth wall. Yes. Yes. You know, uh, of, and talks to you. Of all the books uh, that I think you would like, this would not be one of them. Because this is exactly like in my wheelhouse, uh, you know, the high school and and um, no, 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 this isn't preschool and children. This yeah. is high school, Johnny. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> no, but the thing I really no, appreciated I get... appreciated about this was that it was just it was a wholesome, family friendly kind of story. Yeah, like it's exactly what you'd expect with Archie, just in the modern age, not still in the 50s or whenever right. you know, well, it yeah, came out. There's, that's one thing about this is that not only does he, Mark Wade, do a, such a good job of updating the sort of culture, but the really the the worldview 
of mm-hmm. all of these pe- of these kids you know there's i mean there's feminist stuff going on in here there's racial stuff going on in here there's all sorts of stuff i mean i could go on and on about this one what i want to know <clears throat> is where is this mark wade when i was reading all new all different avengers or champions cuz well, that's what it, that's exactly what i was thinking yeah. because it, as soon as you i had listened to the one uh you guys had reviewed champions mm-hmm. and you guys were really critical about the way he wrote teenagers, and then I was then like, it's "Oh my this. god, you I get have to read." You guys, have yeah. To well, I've this. heard Champion. I, 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 yeah, it's, well, it's in my my short list to mm-hmm. go back and catch up on Champions because uh, I think it was Chris that said it wasn't until issue three that Wade really figured right. out the voices of all the characters. And yeah, then from that point on, it's been a phenomenal. And he read. said that was a book that every teenager period should read. Okay, so I'm 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 anxious to get back onto yeah. that series yeah. and see because I thought. You know, there you saw potential there, but I just it, it wasn't. We should do like another issue I didn't or a trade was, when that comes out. I, I think that's a good idea. I think that that's Marvel's, definitely one I couldn't. Marvel's running those guys ragged. You know, yeah. When it comes to this. well, the other thing I think with this book though is that you have if if you read the the um, the opening yep between thing, Fiona and Mark right when they talked about um, talking about because Fiona was a big uh, Archie fan. Mark Wade and she was like I, I don't know I don't want to do this I don't want to be the person who screwed up Archie yeah right. you like know? if you don't she said I think she phrased it like if you don't do it right he's just a kid with red hair yeah like it's no it's nothing special anymore right well that was in Mark Wade he used to he had interned at Archie Publications before he had actually started wow. uh, mm. um, he had because I remember that was one thing that is a bummer about this one is that when you read the standalone issues there are um there's history you know to to each sort of issue and you know so like if each issue touches on a main thing like oh okay the first time uh archie met veronica he'll actually go back and talk about you know the the history behind that and then they would have a little thing and you know there was a lot of really cool backstory behind the whole Archie mythos that you miss out like on the that's you know, not included in yeah the like the whole you know the whole thing before that is that like uh, for example Betty is historically the way they they wrote her in this new reboot is historically the way that it was in the original that she was not she was the underdog you wanted to root for Betty you know you were hoping that Betty would someday get with uh, you know Archie Andrews, and then Veronica comes in, and she's this beautiful uh, kind of thing, and stuff like that that you miss out on through the uh, the the trade paperback. That's that would have been, uh, yeah, it would have been nice if they included yeah, that at least because I mean they were only one page; they could have easily done something. Well, like and I, but I think that that's that's something that that public, you know, various publishers do similar things. Um, I know uh, Brian K. Vaughn has done it in in Saga too. Where they want to give the monthly readers something extra as a reward, yeah, for for Sticking being yeah for coming out every month, you know, to pick up that title and do yeah, it. And they, they do they do that they do that with all of the new Riverdale stuff because sales sales of the individual comics are extremely important too, in, in the grand scheme of things, I mean that's that's really what kind of builds momentum for graphic novel sales down the road. And just for you know, for getting the word out, so I can I can see them incentivizing, you know, picking up the regular comics. Yeah, I I love how this book it feels like a modern comic book, but it also 
brought me back memories of me reading uh, one of those big digests you get from like mm-hmm. the grocery stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like little when you single can still get comics at a grocery store, right? Right. Uh, I think you can still get those digests. Yeah, some of them. I know Winco does, but most of them don't. Anymore. Right. Um, it's just it feels <coughs> innocent and fun, and and you just want to know more about their lives, even though it's just high school and and Archie playing in a band, and you know the lipstick. Speaking of Archie playing in a band, I actually, dude, one. Okay, so as a guitar player, as a musician, right. It's tough sometimes when I see artists illustrate bands in on the page and instruments because they make it look awkward. Fiona did a masterful job of how she illustrated Archie playing in a band the first time. That was one of the best sequences because there's no there's no words or text. No. It's him rocking out. That you could almost feel like that's how a concert would look visually if you couldn't hear anything. Like that woman nailed him rocking out in front of uh, the the homecoming dance or whatever it was. Um, I so appreciated just how the you know and you could she put in these broken notes like for when he flubs a note and then yeah. and then gets all the notes right when he hits a proper chord and stuff and just the the way he's positioned is how a guitar player like she obviously studied right like how musicians play or specifically like you know guitar players and stuff here but it's a great little sequence of like three or four pages um and i so yeah. dug the heck out of that sequence what i love about fiona is um she makes these stagnant images they it, you you're right it actually makes it seem like he's actually playing it looks like he's rocking out right. that's how it would look if it just if I, you instilled it i mean just look at i mean there's what what one line of dialogue and, and this is the third page whole story yeah. just it's know, a three whole experience it's, it's a so three well page and, and like you said there's no dialogue until the third page oh, or fourth page so, yeah. so um i really dug the heck out of that um yeah. i love how um mark wade gets all the characters voices correct you know he portrays jughead kind of like as a slacker but by the end of that first issue, you uh, like Jughead was my favorite character yeah. out of this series. Yeah. He's, a, the wi- he's, a he's the wise, he's the wise slacker. Yeah, yeah. He, he, absolutely. He, but yeah, there's yeah. more than meets the eye right. with Jughead, and that's what I loved how Mark Wade wrote him. <laughs> he he portrays that's... him because like he he seems like oh he's just an innocent person, but he's always out there uh, trying to do what's best for his best friend. And I really love that. Yeah, he's working from behind the scenes right. to take care of everybody. I dug the heck out of yeah, how, when, how Mark Wade wrote Jughead and, and him trying to – like everybody thinks he's not doing anything to help out Archie, and really he's got – he's the most savvy. Right, he's the most it, in tune to yeah. the whole situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, absolutely. When it flashed to that uh, guitarist in his car. Like, <laughs> with yeah. the super glue. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. I, it's, I was like I, – I wanted to cheer. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, there's I a mean, lot of moments like, a, like that in yeah. this book. It's like a thriller kind of reveal, you yeah. know, like the yeah. – end of the departed or something like, <laughs> <laughs> like i mean there's so many moments in that yeah. they're just so well uh paced the other thing was there's a lot of really great jokes yeah. that actually make you laugh out loud yeah yeah absolutely. there's a like the comedy in this is actually really well done and and the partly because of the writing partly because of the illustration but one of my favorite gags that actually made me laugh out loud for a second was when Archie got hit in the head with the baseball mm-hmm. yeah. and he's on the ground. They're like, how many fingers are we holding up? And he goes green. green. And like, he's got, <laughs> like the swirly eyes. Like I laughed out loud when I came to that. And so there's a lot of little things like that that are done really well in this uh, particular graphic novel also. So well, when he sets the, uh, 
ice cream on fire. I, I, showed, <laughs> right. I had to show, I had to show my fiance, was like, Vanessa. How that. in the world? Yeah, like, it was like, and I don't know. I just don't know how I do it. Like, it's such a good simultaneous explanation like, just of showing him. how much of a klutz he is that he so only he could do it. The yeah, one, so good. The, the one that I really love, too, that I almost missed was they've got this thing where Archie is like, I don't know, he's despondent or whatever going, you know, he's walking down the sidewalk and there's two guys holding a plate glass window and he yeah. had walked through it. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, I almost missed that. Oh man. It's there's so a lot good. of, there's, there's a lot of, um, explicit and implicit humor in this. That is, that is priceless. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. Well, and one thing going back to the, the whole jug thing, jughead thing, I think that if anything, particularly with the Riverdale TV show, I thought that that was well done. The way they framed, the, they used the narrative device of Jughead's writing a book. I thought that was interesting. Like, because yeah. that was, uh, I know I'm going to butcher his name, Roberto Aguirre. Aguirre. Aguirre yeah, Aguirre. Okay, yeah. He's, you know, like when you look at his sort of horror stuff, like that's absolutely, you know, something, you know, that he would do. But, Jughead being the sort of uh, guru of Riverdale, you know, but silently you, watching. But you everybody. saying that, that was also one of the faults of the TV show. He wasn't in it enough. It's a pilot. They see, that's that's the other thing too. It's I mean, yeah. based on the well, pilot, it's greenlit. like it's it's a yeah. full series. Yeah, yeah, I know, but the pilot still. Yeah, the pilot. The pilot. The pilot gets there's made no way yeah. The, there's no tone in the pilot because. He's trying to sell the, you know, they're trying to sell the program. I, yeah, but I got you. Um, even with the tone that he chose, I still don't like it whatsoever. No. Oh, that was, yeah, that was that was right after the really intense scene where you find out what the yeah. lipstick incident was. Yes, comic relief. And then he's, he's and glued they, to his phone waiting for a yeah, text back or something. He's, yeah, he had texted her and she wouldn't text him back. And he's, he's you know, walking down the street, you know, eventually in the sidewalk. Well, he gets the kid's kite <laughs> yeah but then walks through a plate glass window doesn't realize it yeah but um i forgot uh in in this book do we find out why jughead is called jughead yes yeah right yes. oh yes. god yeah. that, that was that the second issue yeah that broke my heart yeah uh, there's so the much one question i have and i i don't know i don't I don't think it was ever answered. The joke there's a running joke with the centipede yes that was answered yes that was so that was in that issue was one four. of my favorites yeah or, no, no, yeah no, no, no. That's one of my favorite the parts the, of the, the centipede story is because they he Wade uses that silly little joke, you know, to explain to everybody why okay, you know, Veronica is just this manipulative manipulative. She's uh she doesn't have many redeeming qualities, but Archie brings out this person in Veronica and f with using that centipede story, you're like, "Wow, okay, I actually understand why Archie could be smitten with yes. with Veronica, and that was especially with the centipede story. That was when I had decided I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is my favorite thing." That no, because my, my favorite, you know, uh, yeah. the ongoing comic was when. Because I don't think I want to spoil that, but like this is at the end of issue five, and he goes back through the joke again, and it's not answered. I mean, it well, would have yeah, to be. It would well, have. Look at, look at it though. He's look, who's yelling at him? Who's yelling at him while he's telling the story? Yeah. Wait, wait. No. I, no, I don't get it. There's no punchline? Or you just don't get the punchline? Yeah, there's a punchline. 
because I'm fairly certain, like, yeah, we don't want to spoil it because that's a right. great. Yeah, I know because it, it's a really, really, really good reveal. We'll talk after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I want right. to mention anyway, that. Yeah, because it went it went over my head, so I needed I needed you guys a lot of things go over my head. The the tough thing. Okay, so let's bring up the TV show. The tough thing was I had just I had read this last week, and then I watched before I watched the television show. So this was what was in my head. Yeah. Oh no. This is what was in my head, dude. And I was yeah, like, that was mistake number one yeah, from the start. That was mistake number one. Okay. And I tried to cleanse my palate and be like, okay, what redeeming things does this TV show have? Did you read Afterlife? Uh, I have not. You should. Okay, yeah. Then and I get if like, you had read Afterlife, <laughs> that would have been a way better introduction. Yeah, Afterlife is really good. Yeah, yeah. Afterlife oh, is but it's phenomenal. still but it's still archy to its core, right? No, no. It is a very, very, very subversive take. Right. On, yeah. Uh, it's on messed archy. up. Dude. So when yeah, it's people being murdered people actually openly having intercourse sex yeah yeah Yeah. uh you know stuff like that i mean it's not it does not that's why i didn't know that they went that far with after oh oh, yeah and especially with um uh the twins chilling um Chilling to the Sabrina one. Oh right, the Chilling oh, Adventures. Yeah. That of one's even worse. Yeah, that, wow. I mean, it's it's dark. So that's what they were inspired by then. To yeah, do the it's show. it's yeah. The show is very much more based on the the because it was like Archie in Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's what I got. I wish it was Archie in Twin Peaks. That's I what I got. Well, it. that's what I got when I saw the the initial preview with the murder mystery aspect and all that. But to me, it was just way oversexed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the way that Afterlife with Archie is so different uh, from regular Archie, it makes me actually think that you would not like it. I don't know. I might, but see, I, I, because of the tone and how light this was, that was refreshing because I hadn't read anything that was that light, and that with the exception of maybe Superman, but even then, there's some PG, thirteen ish elements that come into play in that series. Mm-hmm. Um, I can guarantee you Jonathan would like Afterlife with Archie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. It's I haven't met anybody that doesn't I mean, like it. Well, it depends on how big of an Archie fan uh, you are because I, if it messes – I don't, don't have that, to be an yeah, Archie you fan. Just, uh, I mean, do you like zombies? Yeah. Well, do no, I'm like, saying – Do it, you like good stories? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you like the first season of Walking Dead? Yeah. Then you would love you're, you're Afterlife with Archie. Yeah. No, I'm saying if, if like you get a big enough Archie fan that just – wants to read Archie, they'd be like, oh, they're messing up my characters. That's what I think. But I'm not sure that Jonathan is that big I Archie see, fan. That's where I totally disagree because there, if you really look, they have a lot of really dark stuff. I mean, there was even well, like... I know in, they did Archie versus Predator and Aliens Well, no, but that was even when they were doing like the... Sharknado. Sharknado. Yeah, Sharknado. But yeah. like when Dan DiCarlo was still alive and they were doing stuff like Betty and Veronica met Satan oh, and God. they yeah. made a deal, a pact with Satan. Stuff like I mean, they do stuff like that all the time. They may not advertise it as much. That's as, as dark as it gets. Making a deal with the devil. <laughs> well, I read it, read it because it's there's there's a lot of it's not as wholesome always, especially yeah. with Fernando Ruiz and Dan Parent. Uh, mm-hmm. They definitely because I think the last one they did together was issue number six hundred and sixty six or something like that. Oh my God. And oh. it was like I mean there's a lot of really cool and stuff. And like we're gonna have fun now. So, yeah. I mean exactly. I could appreciate different takes and whatnot, but my, my issue with the show versus what I read here, um nothing on that show really makes Riverdale stand out from the rest of their lineup now. Absolutely. 
totally agree. It's another CW. It's show. another CW. It's, it's CW another show. horny teenager CW show. Yeah. Jesus. It really. I mean, that's, really, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be gross, going. but that's what it is. No. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. If mm. you read it, you'll or read it. If you watch it, you'll you'll probably think like, okay, yeah, I mean, this yeah, is what like, this okay, is. Okay, yeah, let's shoehorn lesbians in there. Um. Stuff like that. Well, back to the book. Uh, I wanted to mention that Fiona Staples only did uh, issues one through three, and then uh, Annie Wood did four, and Veronica Fish, Fish. did five. Um, they're kind of different, very different styles, but it didn't felt matter. Like, yeah, it felt didn't like it didn't matter. Long. It was good. The, who the did, person that they have now? I forgot who they have right now. I think right it's now. Fish that's on it. The last issue of this, I think. No, I, well, yeah, uh, the last issue of this one, but Veronica Fish did. A good, I think that she the last one she did was issue eleven. But the person that they have right now, oh, somebody doing, else came on. Yeah, because are they, you current on this? Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, but the person that they have on right now does not do these other women justice. Yeah. Really? I think, yeah, I, I really. It was a marked uh, difference. That sucks. Art. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all three of these artists, <clears throat> fantastic, killer, killer. fantastic. Yeah. So um, so. I also think that it's. Um, you can't really tell that much of a difference or it's not that jarring because of the colors is still the same. Uh, yeah. I have no idea that how helps. to pronounce their their <laughs> name. Andre Zimanowicz. Zimanowicz. Sure. So the coloring's uh, the same all throughout and I think that uh, makes it, you know. Yeah, unifies the artist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But... All right, so we've been on it for a while. Let's let's go ahead and give some star ratings. So let's start with our current Archie uh, guru here, uh, <laughs> dropping all the history on yeah, us. Uh, five, absolutely. Yeah, I would recommend this. To five stars. Anybody? Nice. Oh. Five, yeah. I love this book. Five. And I'm going to say the same, five. Oh, I, was, wow. I was really surprised and blown away. I, I actually, I told Roger, I was like, you know what? I need to buy yeah. this trade and the second because it was, I want them to put out a hardcover. That's what it is. Yeah. But I haven't seen any solicits yeah. for it. So I'll probably end up getting that and the yeah, volume Pick up two. all the other ones too because they're good. All I, the other new What was it? I came in here on Thursday and you just read it and I was talking with Roger and I was like, depending on what you guys say, I'm probably going to pick it up. And it's, this makes me want to pick it up now. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so you really feel the thing the the thing that I was besides all the funny stuff, you kind of get flashed back to when you were a teenager and you go through one of those breakups <laughs> the way that Betty and or Archie yeah. did because it was one of those stupid teenage breakups. Like yeah, and it's just you just the feel feels. the heartache of Archie going through that. Like it just reminded me of high school. I was like, oh my god, that's how it was. Jeez. So like twenty it's, years ago for it's you, re- right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm just gonna roll with it now, Johnny. It's it's not like anything like to me, like you know, because you're the wee little baby. I am not. Anyway, I'm a beard. <laughs> uh, maybe right. in like four more years that'll be a beard. Mm, I, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's go to some previews. Uh, I'm gonna go through this list really quick. Um, we have from Marvel, all new Wolverine number seventeen, Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows number four, Black Widow number eleven, and that's the one we're going to be reviewing next week. Another Mark Wade. Is that Mark Wade? Yeah, yeah. Mark Wade. Is He's he doing, doing Scarlet Witch and Black Widow? Yeah. No, Scarlet Witch is uh, Robinson. Oh, yeah. my bad. I got yeah. the two confused then. Yeah, Black cool. Widow is um, uh, Mark Wade and uh, Sammy. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Um, Dark Tower, drawing of. Three Sailor, number five of five. That's weird. Yeah, that's a really weird title. Well, the movie's coming out, too. That's why. Yeah. Uh, then we have Deadpool the Duck, number three of five. I just want to vomit. Um, <laughs> that's not part of the title. That's just what it makes me want to do. Um, <laughs> Doctor Strange, title. Punisher, Magic Bullets, number three of four. Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, number five. Guardians of the Galaxy, number 17. 
IVX number four of six, Jessica Jones number five, Kingpin Ooh. number one, Ms. <laughs> Marvel number 15, Power Man and Iron Fist Johnny number 13 is out next Woo. week. What, what? Uh, Star Wars Dr. Afra number four. Woo, woo. Yeah. That book's freaking bi weekly at this, or bi monthly at this, or whatever. Like, it's, it's out Kunin, a lot. Kunin weekly. pumps them out. Yeah. He pumps them out. He got ahead of Aaron on beta. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Um, anyway, sorry. Weekly. Twice a week. Or right. Twice a month. Sorry, twice a month. Yeah, or twice. something like that. Three times. Whatever. I don't know. Totally Awesome Hulk, number 16. Uncanny and Humans, 1.MU. Unworthy Thor, number 4 or 5. So Ooh. that one's getting close to being done. Ooh. Thumbs up. That, is that still good? Is that still good? I, I hope so. Okay. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm so behind uh, From DC Comics, we have Action Comics, number 973. All-Star Batman, number 7. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, number 7. Dead Man, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, number 3 of 3. I can't not say that title. The right best now. title. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best title. Uh, Deathstroke, number 12. Detective Comics, number 950. Earth 2 Society, number 21. Flash, number 16. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 14. Justice League of America, Rebirth, number 1. Justice League and Power Rangers, number 2 of 6. Yeah. There we go, guys. Uh, number uh, New Superman, number 8. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 7. And we are going to be reviewing that book. We um, should do JL Power Rangers again. No, oh my God. I want to. But <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get some variety. Batman got abducted in a pink pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Apocalypse number ten, Suicide Squad number eleven, and I believe that's John Romita Jr.'s arc. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a new arc. Yeah, and after John Romita Jr.'s arc, Tony Daniels going on. So you're gonna be rotating out some artists. Don't you make any sounds when <laughs> you hear? Oh is God. Justice League Suicide Squad over? Uh, yes. I think so. okay. As yeah, of today. Um, Suicide Squad number 11 Supergirl number 6 Superwoman number 7 Titans number 8 and Wonder Woman number 16 uh, from Indie Comics we have all new Fathom number 1 and that's what we're going to be reviewing next week right Roger? Yes. Cool. Uh, Birthright number 22 Black Science number 28 Dollface number 2 East of West number 31 Green Valley number 5 of 9 Moonshine number 5 Motor Crush number three, Red Sonia number two, Spawn number 270, SpongeBob Comics number 65, excuse me, uh, Steven Universe ongoing number one, Wicked and Divine number 26. That's it for single issues. For graphic novels, we have all new, all different Avengers trade paperback, volume three, Civil War. Jeez, oh. Volume three already? Yeah. Uh, finally, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps trade paperback number oh, one. Um, I thought uh, that said Sinestro's Lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Sinestro's Law. That's the name of the, the story arc, Rebirth. Uh, that's going to be... The, for anybody that's been waiting, that's the Green Lantern book to get onto because that first arc is wait. money. I was just going to say, like, money. Roger, I need you to order me some Green Lantern books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have uh, JLA Gods and Monsters trade paperback. That's with Paul Dini, right? I believe so. Mm. Uh, and then we have Star Wars Darth Vader Finally, hardcover volume two is out. So does that wow. collect all the way volume to twenty five? Two? Or no, I'm not sure what it collects. Yeah, volume two, the, but the second half oh, is like it's thirteen to twenty five. Yeah, because oh, didn't Vader he, down include parts of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure what it what it collects, but all I know is yeah. No, you well, because <laughs> the the, yeah. the the volume four, the one with issue twenty five, 
came out back in December, so that's about right. Yeah. When the hardcover. Uh, Roger just said yeah. it includes 13 through 25. Well, I'm pretty yeah. sure it includes the whole Vader Down. Story it has arc. to include. I'm pretty Vader sure down it's got the entire. two Star Wars issues. That's a lot. Yeah. The Vader Down and the rest, I think. Because that was that was essentially Don't a hold Vader me to story. It, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron, there you go, buddy. That <laughs> one's coming out soon because I know you've been waiting. <laughs> Um, and then uh, next week we're going to be reviewing Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not the one that's currently coming out, the original one that they did. The crossover. With, yeah, the crossover. So we'll be reviewing that. As always, this is not the complete list of new releases. If you want that, go to horizoncomics.com, click on the button. It's updated every Monday. You're doing great. Yes. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I almost got it. Um, and that's going to do it for our previews. Real quick, can I sit, can yep. give a shout out to a book? Yeah, uh, I just started reading that Transformers hardcover, and it's awesome, right? It's awesome. Yeah, like oh, the, the first story arc is a Megatron, like how he became Megatron. It's so good. Nice. Like I'm like really? four issues into it, and it's we, like yeah, Roger got like some hardcovers. Yeah, so yeah, I saw them. They're and, beautiful. Anyone yeah. looking to get into the Transformers run, Roger has them in. They're really good. Yeah. And we're talking yeah. Transformers <laughs> from like the '80s, like the yeah. childhood Transformers, yeah. not this new nonsense. Right. It's good. anyway, yeah. uh, news. You're not a fan of the Shia LaBeouf? I think Shia LaBeouf has gone crazy. Yeah. <laughs> LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Um, anyway. He will not divide us. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, news. Matt. What's up? You're the video game guru. Yes, okay. so, you were, you were <laughs> so stoked about this. All right. I watched and heard articles on like so many people reporting like, oh, Marvel has an announcement tomorrow. Or like another news outlet like, oh, Square Enix had an announcement tomorrow. Not real. No, on all those news outlets, didn't realize that they were the same thing. And like when I said last week, they're the same thing. They were the same thing. Yep. So basically, Square Enix is developing an Avengers game through the same developer who made Rise of the Tomb Raider. So, Idos or Edos? Um, no, that's uh, Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. So Got that it. Rise of the Tomb Raider was awesome. Yes, it was. So if you have not played that, or you have played it. It's a good game, and they're going to make an Avengers game. Well, both game. the last two Tomb Raider games were the same company, oh, and they're fantastic. freaking great. And yeah. then the same Crystal or Crystal um, Square Enix um, also has another development team, which is Eidos Montreal. Um, they developed it, uh, developed um, the Deus Ex games, Mankind Divided, mm. Human Revolution, and they are now making a Guardians of the Galaxy, Ga Guardians of the Galaxy role playing third person game. So. This is all see. like yeah. you, dude. Like Marvel, yeah. video, yeah. Marvel and video yeah. games coming together. Oh, like no, should I be coming to you for yeah. MVC stuff? Well, yeah. Matt, yeah, if you don't, if you don't follow Matt on Twitter, he is on yeah. top of the video right, game well, stuff. Yeah, so. I'll be on that then. And yeah. then um, on top of the Insomniac, who made Spyro and Ratchet and Clank, making a Spider-Man game. Like Marvel's killing it in video yeah. games. Didn't right Insomniac now. also do um, Sunset Overdrive? Yeah, they did Sunset Overdrive. That was Overdrive. a great game. Imagine yeah, that, that in the Spider-Man universe. Yes, like, oh. I'm all about yeah. that. Let's do that. Yeah. So that's some it, video it, game news. It's basically like a deal with Square Enix and Marvel to just make games. Yeah, there's gonna yeah. be multiple. If games. they, you know, if they don't try to do it off of a movie, if they try to just kind of create their own thing and make the game playable and fun and not just yeah like the arkham games yeah They're and not awesome. just yeah. not yeah. just yeah. well i had some serious gripes about arkham knight with the batmobile well, but, but anyways but that they're their own but thing. yeah it's its yeah. own thing and yeah and just build that yeah yeah you know that's totally cool yeah. asylum is the best one um uh debatable but anyways. Mm. <laughs> uh other news okay uh, i got a little bit of a, a, of a rant about this but uh, it got announced yesterday right yesterday that Ben Affleck is no longer directing because the way it was totally clickbait titled, yes. <gasps> like Batman or Ben Affleck not on Batman drops out of Batman, whatever. 
not directing, which is fine because he's still an executive producer. He's still writing it. He's still starring in it. Take something off that man's plate. Okay. Um, He felt the pressure, and I think he was – the whole point of it was that in order to move forward with the project, somebody else had to come on and direct. He couldn't do everything. To make it the best movie possible, he should not direct. And (laughs) as per usual, the internet ran with rumors and, like, clickbait titles and made it sound like it was something other than what it was. He's just – He's still involved. He's still doing everything. But my my rant is is everything surrounding the Batman movie has been nothing but rumors and conjecture most of the time until yeah. Warner Brothers comes out and makes an actual proper statement mm-hmm. as to this is what's really going on. And so it makes it seem like that the Batman movie has been on shaky ground from day one. Well, I don't think it has. These are just all the same people that have been saying since he got cast as Batman, oh, he's not going to be a good yeah. Batman. And I was like from day one. He wasn't the problem with Daredevil. He was yeah. good as Daredevil. Yeah. Like, the movie was I, bad. I said the mm-hmm. same thing. And so I said like, the same thing. He's been killing it. So. so anyway, that was announced yesterday. Um, according to – where did you find this, Johnny? Cloak and Dagger got cast? Yeah. Right. The, the, the roles? I just, yeah. IGN. Uh, do we have who's, who's playing those roles? Uh, I could find it for you. Yeah. So Cloak and Dagger got cast, and then you had um, Runaways. Was that right. greenlit they're, for a pilot? They're actually uh, going to begin filming in February. Both of those are... And uh, Cloak and Dagger oh. is a freeform show, and Runaways is a Hulu exclusive. Okay, yeah. and the casting is Olivia uh, yeah, Holt. Olivia Holt and Aubrey and, Joseph. And Aubrey Joseph as the leads for I Cloak and Dagger. they're pretty low-key. They haven't been anything no. huge. No. Yeah. They're I, both they baby-faced, said, too. Yeah. You see these? Yeah. Are these kids even out of high school yet? Well, they're teenagers, aren't they? Are like, they really? Is Cloak and Dagger... No, te- not in, not at in least not, like... Because I, I remember always, them from Maximum Carnage, yeah, and they I, weren't Oh, they maybe weren't that's teenagers. Ultimate Universe. In the ultimate yeah, maybe universe, in the Ultimates, but, like, in the the. They look like they're barely legal to drive. I remember reading the Miles books, and before... He's now in the current universe. Cloak and Dagger, a big part of his story, and they were like teenagers. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, well, yeah, you got to remember too that it's mm-hmm. former ABC family. Yeah, yeah. That's that what that is true. For. Um, not really comic news, but Diego Luna is apparently going to star as in talks to star in a Scarface remake. Reboot, right? Remake. Cassian um, and Cassian Andor. For those of you that <laughs> don't know who the name yeah. Diego Luna, <laughs> oh uh, Cast Captain Cassian from, now, from Rogue One. Do you think they will let him keep his accent? Because he has a very thick he has accent. to. Like he, he's do, awesome. Can you imagine him going to say hello to my little friend? Yeah, come on, me. Yeah, come on, me. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I think it'll be awesome. I find this but, offensive. You know, like <laughs> the whole Hollywood typecasting thing. I don't know. Well, like, that's we'll the rule. I don't know. Like I've seen plenty of like <laughs> um, ethnic actors hiding their accents because they need a whitewash. No, they, the guy, you know? no, like, they don't need to whitewash that accent. He's fine. Using I hope that. they keep. There it. would be. There's a huge. Yeah. Because I mean, there's so many documentaries about how Scarface is tied to Latino mach- yeah. machismo. So yeah. I would imagine that there would be riots in the street. Yeah. yeah. Um. The other. Now this is kind of a cool piece of comic news. They cast in the Aquaman movie. Mm the actor that's going to be playing Black Manta. That's kind of so interesting. We're we, getting Black Manta and Ocean Master? We get Black mm-hmm. Manta and Ocean Master, dude. So that's that's something yeah. that's kind of... This is still James Wan, right? Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. This is going to be good. It is good. I, I've, got, I've got high hopes for <laughs> this one. Um, and then a little bit of sad news. I was talking to Roger earlier today. Um, uh, one of my favorite DC artists, Tony Daniel, 
Um, he was originally going to be like the main artist on Justice League, but he had posted on Twitter recently that he's going to be kind of jumping around doing going from project to project uh, to suit his schedule because he found out recently his wife has breast cancer. Mm. So he's going to be kind of doing arcs here and there where he can on things as opposed to staying on one book. And he kind of regrettably said like he wished or he was hoping that Justice League would be like a two to three year run for him. But given what he's got to deal with, he has he's bigger gonna, priorities. Yeah, right? he's got yeah. bigger priorities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's Smart horribly man. sad yeah. news. So, I um, thoughts, to Tony. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to him yeah. and his family. Um, but that's that's it as far as comic news that I have. Anybody, Apparently, did you ever find anything else? Apparently, Olivia Holt is 19 years old. <laughs> she is barely old enough to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, um, you made uh, Vanessa cry. Um, what happened? You stopped the live stream. I did. <laughs> Sorry, Vanessa. <laughs> Love you. It's not that See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got some questions. Oh, do we? Yes. We got questions. Weekly we got the Carlos? weekly Carlos. Yes. Okay. Uh, Los. <laughs> yeah. I'll see what you guys uh, have to say about this. Okay. Uh, for the weekly Carlos, what is your comic book guilty pleasure? It can include movies too. Like, Can anybody chime in on that? Yeah. What? Most, de- most definitely Rob Liefeld. Oh, God, dude. He mm. reminds That's me. That's a good one. He reminds me of being a kid and eating fruit roll-ups and reading Marvel Comics. That's, yeah. That's a good one. But he doesn't have anything out. He has stuff Jeez. out, but he does, he does a lot of variants. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't mean that you know that you know it's three o'clock in the morning and Nick's in the you know yeah, bathroom I'm, I'm, with yeah, his flashlight, watching under the covers, the, like the old Rob Liefeld yeah. books, and Vanessa's like, "What are you doing? Nothing, nothing." Yeah. Oh, nothing! You know? Don't so tell anybody. You, you don't have the uncontrollable <laughs> urge to beat him with the nearest object. So, so yes, okay, okay. This is this is a perfect example of having to separate somebody's uh, work from, from their, their personality. personality. Yeah. Because I, I can't stand reading. There's a lot of really 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 great um, Rob Liefeld memes mm-hmm. where you know like he's playing he's you know bath time and then that's when he <laughs> comes up with characters. Yeah. But. It's just I cannot get past the nostalgia. It's just I I can I can you know what I there's certain things that hit me right in that that 1990s youth yeah, for me I have, kind of thing. That I have the um, was the X Force number four, the one with Juggernaut and Spider Man, and you know like Spider Man's butt just looks like <laughs> it just it almost looks like a McDonald's M or something yeah. like that. But it's it makes me so happy looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> So it was just what guilty is our guilty guilty pleasure. pleasure? Yeah, guilty pleasure, guilty pleasure. Something I, that you might not, you know, normally admit in public. I guess in that vein, then I'm loving the Power Rangers book. It's so good. It brings you back to thinking as a kid, like. But I mean, that's I don't think that's a guilty pleasure for you because. But I'm an know. adult, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, he's, not as, he's not as young as you. I'm not that. You're still within gosh. that age yeah. range that that's marketed to. Yeah, I was in the Pirates when I was five years old. I'm now 26. So like, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's, you know it's wait, a that's good true. book. You know, like 21 okay, so years like later, a, like I, it was. It's a really good book, and I, I consider it a pleasure. You know, so love reading it. Well, I mean, then you, got, I guess you could say, just comics as a whole is a guilty pleasure. 
No. I wholeheartedly disagree. With comics yeah. tell adult stories too. Yeah. 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 Like Black Money Murder. Yeah. Well, they read. Uh, was it Mouse? Mouse. Oh, Mouse yeah. is great. Like, Any I mean, Rick phenomenal. Remender book? Yeah. Like yeah. those are all Art adult Spiegelman? stories. Yeah, Art Spiegelman. That yeah. shout out to Art Spiegelman. That book. Dude, I got to the end of that and I was like, oh my god. That yeah. was like, one. That, that was, was one, one I had ones. read on a recommendation and I had bought it. At, I had bought it at night. You know, maybe at like eight o'clock at night, and I had read the first one and I stopped. <laughs> I drove back out, picked up the second one immediately, and finished it. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, life changing. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Crazy. We've got them both. I've got one copy of each. Mouse one and two. Let's see Come if they make pick it, it up. Saturday. Rising comics. We should say we should say it's M A U M A U S. Yeah, mouse. By the way, Roger, is this the week for the Patreon sale, or this coming weekend? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and it's um. It's honestly one of the best books of all time, not just comic books, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah, don't absolutely. get to say that and get out of answering the question, though. <laughs> <laughs> My guilty pleasure is The Walking Dead. Oh, that's a good oh, one. That's a good so one. all the smack you talk. I really don't like it sometimes. <laughs> I knew it. Roger? I don't know. I'm, I'm in kind of in that same boat right now. I'm trying to think of something that's like that I'd be ashamed to admit, but... I usually admit that stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> if, if I don't. I definitely <laughs> don't advertise. It. Well, now I do, but you know that I have Rob Liefeld prints hanging up in my room. Um, I, w- I would have to say I, I don't read it regularly. I don't read it at night in the bathroom. I don't. But and 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 the one issue we reviewed was horrible. But uh, there are a few My Little Pony comics that I've read that I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed. And I was like, this is really cool. Like, I shouldn't like this. So you're a brony. And I would probably, I'm, <laughs> Secret you know, closet brony. I'm, I, probably. Closet brony. <laughs> you know? So is Andrew WK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, party, party, party. Yeah. party. Um, yeah, several of the books that I've read from My Little Pony. And that I just, is, they Roger, just, that is just adorable. They're awesome. <laughs> I'm looking around trying to find something that I'd oh, be come like, on, you what love about Deadpool. Like, what is it? You love Deadpool. I do like Deadpool to an extent. Mm. I just don't like how often they throw yeah, them out there. You're right. Yeah. Jonathan Wood, uh, like this, was this a kid story? I think you said it was more adult story. The Peter Panzerfaust, was that like? That's an adult that's story. Yeah, that's they, took, they took the yeah. children's fairy tale. Right, and, okay. Yeah, and oh, my God. That, that, the way that series ended, I can't stress enough how like great. It almost yeah. brings a tear to your eye. It's that Ooh. good. I got your guilty pleasure. What? Marvel. Because <laughs> when you um, find a good Marvel book, yeah, if there's a good Marvel book, that would be my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Because of how much I crap on them right now, <laughs> there's only a few out there. There's only a handful, but that that I guess I guess that would be a fair assessment. Like the Star Wars books, it's like ah, yeah. it's, it's Marvel or you Thor. Know. Thor was good. Yeah. Thor yeah, Jason, and Gamora. Anything Jason Aaron's, yeah. but not right. Yeah. Now. So, um, yeah, oh, I guess okay. That would be wow, it. that was one question. Okay, yeah. wow, sorry. <laughs> that, that that was a good. Question. That was a yeah, That was a really good one. Um, I'll thanks, probably thanks, think of something afterwards that's like um, more accurate. The first, the uh, the first half part for uh, Aaron's question is um, thoughts on the Last Jedi. Stoked. We shall. You mean see. the title? Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. It's very ambiguous. I'll just say that. I like I like Mark Hamill's sort of um, you know the very samurai sort of thing, and yeah. then that just that putting it through that lens of the samurai yeah well in a sense jedi kind of yeah i mean and because that's not something well, that visually I that was something previously. lucas was influenced by too. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like kurosawa stuff yeah yeah i'm i'm so excited there's there's a theory too that possibly the titles, titles connect connect so the force awakens the last that. jedi from and his nap 
I hope not. Uh, <laughs> oh my uh, God! I should smack you just for anyway. But yeah, so there's a theory to that, which is kind of interesting. It could be cool. Um, you know, I there was a bunch of you know who is the last Jedi, and I'm like, it's it's Luke. <laughs> yeah. It I mean, says it in well, the Force yeah, Awakens crawl. I, is it is it really like? I mean, it yeah. feels like it seems like it's almost ambiguous enough that it could be. You know, like not just the last Jedi, but the last of the Jedi. Yeah, because Jedi Jedi's plural was, also. Yeah, that's what but I was in the in the crawl to the Force Awakens. It says Luke, the last Jedi, and goes. But I on. think it's referring to more as Rey and Luke. I think as but, Jedi. Yeah, I yeah. think that's also a, another possibility. But if we're talking about the last Jedi specifically, it's specifically, already been it's Luke. If we're talking about the title <laughs> yeah. of that movie, I think we're going to see an evolution of the Jedi. Yeah. What, I yeah. think it, that's what's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Cuz no cuz one of the big things that a lot that a lot of the Jedi, you know, couldn't do is stay single and not have kids. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think there's going to be some sort of evolution to change that order and bring it to another level what the because, Jedi is becoming now. Yeah, yeah. Because the the Jedi as we know them was an evolution previously from another group yeah. which was like spelled like J E I apostrophe I D some weird thing like yeah. That that the Jedi Order evolved from already, so I think this is the the next evolution of what the Jedi are going to become, and I think that's why it's that's, the Last Jedi. We're going to see what they are and how they how this movie causes them to evolve. I like that. That's, that's a, a cool, good point too, because yeah. they said after <clears throat> Episode Nine, the next set of trilogies isn't going to deal with the Skywalkers, so maybe whatever that evolves into involves those. The right, next I movies. forgot they're doing ten and eleven. Yeah, but they're not going to be think, about Skywalkers. Well, I think I think we're still gonna have Ray and Finn and everything, and I still think after Rey, nine, you think? Yeah, I think Ray's a freaking Skywalker. We'll see. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. <laughs> she's she's somehow. Connected. I think she's a franchise. Yeah. 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 Hmm. We'll find out. Okay, um, Aaron's uh, full part question is: What comic series were you hooked on from issue number one? So not like I obviously couldn't say Black Science or Deadly Class or <coughs> Low or you like, know is it, any any of the books is that I read indie? number one. Is it no any any book okay. where where you two. read where you read the first issue Superman and you were Rebirth. like Jesus I've got I need all of these okay. in my life. Rebirth. Okay, uh, Lock and Key, Chew, Why the Last Man, Miss Marvel. Yep, Chew. When you oh, gave me that was friggin' that hooked me. Yeah, Chew. Um, uh, Invincible. Yeah, Invincible, I was gonna say yeah. Invincible. Invincible. Jeff Johns Green Lantern. Jeff. Oh God, oh, Jeff yeah. Johns. Jeff Johns anything, <laughs> but Jeff Johns Justice League. Uh, when he did New uh, Fifty Two, my God, that was just like origin, every yeah. everything soccer. I loved. Soccer too. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say Archie. Archie, Mark yes. Archie and yes. Um, Jason Aaron's um, Lady Thor. That's a Afterlife with yeah, Jane Foster. As, Thor? Yeah, yeah, as soon as he started doing that with uh, it was blood. Yeah, off. I would go back to. <clears throat> Um, God Butcher, <laughs> when he did Thor number one, that first yeah. issue, and really, I mean, with his first issue of Thor, yeah, and um, Straczynski's first issue of yes. Thor with Olivia Quipel on art, <laughs> both of those <laughs> number ones blew me away. Yeah, you know, for Marvel, um, I, I would agree with Jonathan with uh, Superman Rebirth, yeah. ugh, amazing, Detective Comics number yes. one, action. Amazing, yeah, action or number nine thirty, uh, whatever. Yeah. I think it was nine thirty eight. The rebirth yeah. number one, right? The rebirth uh, when they came back, right? East, both East to West and Black yes. Money Murders. Yes, to both, both of those. those. East um, to West, yes. If we're talking also current like DC rebirth stuff, how Jordan the Green Lantern Corps. 
As soon that as was, you pick it up, you want to know yeah, everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. um, even Deathstroke, that's such a weirdly compelling story. Mention um, some Marvel. I don't have any that made me want to stay on that. I can't yeah. even stress, though, enough for Invincible. Like, I read yeah. two compendiums in, like, a month. That's <laughs> like, that, We're talking phone book-sized yeah, comics, like, guys. Like, ridiculous. that's the amount. But see, that's, that's kind of what I did, too. Roger yeah. gave me, I think... Uh, a trade somewhere and I was like I need all of this and he's yeah, like I totally. got a I've got compendium number one and I was like I'll take it I got I got a good one uh, Alias Bendis' oh. Alias yes yeah. oh yeah that was one that because I had grown into Bendis kind of dropping you know just scroll little, Bendis scroll yeah, Bendis like he's not I mean he's he, when he's focused though like I mean yeah. those Jessica Jones ones those are even if they weren't in the Marvel Universe but that's are so good that is, is such so, a great run he's yeah. so good at noir and yeah. with Michael Gatos like, like the Daredevil run too yeah, yeah I mean he's 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 makes me it makes me understand why people could love Bendis. But and that's what uh, no I, and I agree. I mean that was one of the first books that I'd read after being out of comics for a while and I mean I, my mind was blown. I was like wow, comics are different. Yeah. And and they're awesome. Right. Um and but they're but a, I think you can take just about any any of the the modern classics and and say the same about those uh Remender's Uncanny X-Force number one. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Was amazing with uh, Phantom X and Deadpool and Wolverine and Psylocke. I mean, that was that was killer. Um, first issue of uh, Planet Hulk. Um, first issue of Secret Warriors. The whole Nick Fury. thing of Planet Hulk? Hmm? The whole thing of Planet Hulk? Like the whole series? Yeah, like the whole, <laughs> the whole arc? Yes. Okay. I think... I you know what also just back onto Rick Remender Seven to Eternity the minute I got through that <laughs> I was like eternity. I need I need because typically with Remender I do his stuff in trades yeah Seven to Eternity is the only one that I'm monthly on and that's Are you gonna switch to trades or do no double dip no I'm double dipping with that that <laughs> that that hit a nerve that I was like I have to have this and then in once, every form and once the hardcover comes yeah out, and once the hardcover comes <laughs> I mean I'll like, do the hardcover on. I'm waiting to do the hardcover on Deadly Class. I have yeah. the hardcover on Black Science, so I, I don't got a problem. It's yeah. just, for whatever reason, well, basically because I have a, a gigantic pull yeah. list, but I like reading Remender stuff in Ooh. full story arcs. Yeah, it's so But good, Seven man. to Eternity, I need to. Whatever whatever chord he it's struck, track. yeah, I need that one on a monthly basis. I would be really interested to hear what you guys have to say, but uh, I hate Fairyland. I can't <laughs> put that one down. Really? No. I cannot really? put it down. Oh my god! No, that was a one and done issue yeah. for me. I did, That's one I, I picked it, it up and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" I, I, I have, I have, uh, I, I don't think Dusty's listening yet, but I think he was going to download the the Podbean app and listen. So, Dusty, whenever you listen to this one, he's he came in and he lent me his copy like six weeks ago. And you still? He's like, you it. need to read this. He's like, don't worry about volume two. But you've got to re- you got to finish number one, and I'm like, and I'm like, it's sitting there, and every you know every week he comes in, and he's like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I are can't you, bring myself to do it, and he's you, like, no, seriously, it's really good, and I'm like, I kind of trust you, but I read the first issue and I thought it was horrific. Yeah, that's <laughs> are you current on it? I am. I, okay, I so am you're still going. Yeah, I'm still going, and I it's love, still demented, and and it's and what you, it is if you enjoy. Scotty Young's art. Yes. It is literally the I mean, like, the story is exactly what you would see in a Scotty Young 
uh, what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah it's exactly what you. I love his Marvel variants. Yeah, I mean, like that's the, when I, that's how I had gotten into him yeah. was, and then I was yeah. like, uh, and then I had picked up his um, Oz. Yeah, the Oz stuff, and yeah, I was like, Oz wow, that's so cool. that's so cool. And then like you know, we were talking about the Darth Maul stuff, you know, like the little story at the yeah. end, like some of those ones I could read entire yeah. trades of stuff like that. And the Scotty Young, I mean, the I Hate Fairyland falls into that sort of like the, the secret wars um avx babies yes <laughs> yes that, that one's a good one too yeah. yeah i mean so shout out scotty young <laughs> another we question still, we still have to review that at some point just for the sake of yeah it. yeah i'd love to come back for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well we need to have you back because you yeah i know i have somebody you know, that somebody actually can defend it because <laughs> i mean granted i only made it two in i know how the first arc ends and i know what happens after it's that. not i mean but I didn't read it. Read it. It's I, just, it's just see, I don't. I got no spoilers. I've only got what I've, <laughs> what I've read. So. Blake did send a question. <laughs> oh, so do you have anything? So we need to yeah. wrap up. Soon. Blake. Blake sent a question in, and this is a this is an interesting question. Um, he says, "My question for tonight is, what old school character like Archie would you like to see a modern take of?" Mm. So examples could be any Hanna Barbera cartoons, and he specifically says mine would be the Bernstein Bears because it would be about Bernstein real bears Bear. in clothing who would kill uh, people because they're effing bears. <laughs> well, so what's that? What's that one TV show on Cartoon Network? Uh, the We Bear Bears. Yeah, I would imagine oh. that that's just the current Bernstein you know Bears. What? Like Future Quest, isn't that the book? Like, oh yeah. my God, isn't yeah. that it, dude? It, I mean, if I could only have one, uh, it'd be so tough to pick between Johnny Quest or Space Ghost. Yeah, I was gonna say Johnny oh Quest. Oh my God, I would love like just a Space Ghost series. I would love like Johnny Quest, Hagger all the that. horrible or something. You know, like oh, those yeah. Sunday day. You know, those Sundays, yeah. something like that. I think that that would be really cool. Um, like if they did like some sort of uh, animated series like that. The Jetsons. 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 I love Solid the Jetsons. Choice. Like a yeah. future quest type book of the Jetsons? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you could bring in, you know, any Han- any of the Hanna-Barbera stuff and yeah. do it right. And it'd be Did fun. anybody read the Flintstones one that, that they're doing? Yeah, it's good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, I liked I thought that I would be interested to see a Jetsons right. on that because there's a little bit of Jetsons in there, like, isn't there? You, uh, I, um, I'm not sure. I actually am not caught up. Um, but – you you read the Flintstones now and you think how can DC let him write this stuff because it feels it kind of feels like an indie book it feels like there's it's, a lot of right. social commentary in exactly one. yeah like a lot <laughs> surprise it's not uh, what they advertise it as I think <laughs> it's the best out of the Hanna Barbera I agree yeah, yeah. I, no so, no Future there's Quest. no way read it better than Future Quest no way it's better it is. Than are you Quest. reading Future what Quest what about Thundercats yeah. wow it's it's definitely it it's makes you think more than you would possibly think picking up it's hilarious as well yeah Fascinating. I, but see yeah. i don't want social commentary and thinking about all this other crap that i use comic books to get away from i want yeah. a good story i don't necessarily want there's a good story. i want yeah i i well, want i want that i mean like i just said that I it's like also Rob satire Lawson. right yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, but thing, i also I enjoy you know i like it if it makes me think there's not enough comics and especially in main you know the big two that make me think but the great yeah. thing about uh the flintstones is it's satirical so yeah. it's it's hilarious yeah absolutely mm. They didn't I've believe thumb- me when I told them. I've, yeah. I still don't. Mm. Um, just because Nick's saying it doesn't yeah. make me believe you anymore. I trust Nick's opinion more than yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, one that, one that I'm thinking would be like those old goofy shorts, those where he's doing sports and stuff. That made into a comic would be uh. 
kind of fun. I don't know you what know? you're talking about. I, They're just, really old. I, oh man, Future Quest does it for me out of that though. That would be my, you know, I'm getting what I want out of that. You so. are. Well, Nick, you mentioned Calvin and Hobbes earlier. Yeah. Oh my I God, would, Calvin and Hobbes. I would love a, a, a mini series, yeah. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, I know. Like adventure. all the all the Sunday stuff. Like I mean, yeah. I wish that, especially like. Um, you know, as uh, we're sitting next to Liberty Meadows, yes, you know, something like I would love to see a almost episodic sort of thing with, uh, you know, any of those Sunday kind yeah. of uh, a gritty, you know, a gritty take on Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> cool. No, nah, dude, that's Heathcliff. That's a gritty take on. Garfield. Oh yeah, or check out um, Garfield without Garfield. Has anybody, you guys ever heard of that? No. no. Somebody, um, somebody took the time to go through a ton of Garfield comics and they erase Garfield out of all of them. So they still have all the dialogue and stuff like that, but it completely changes the context. It's entertaining. It's huh, check Garfield without Garfield. It's kind of disturbing. Okay, it is yeah, like, right. it makes, it makes it's just uh, John like, uh, yeah, it like makes, walking around like he's lonely. Exactly. Like, like. It makes John almost seem like he's psychotic. Cause he's just <laughs> talking to, you know, he's like talking to something that's ruining his day, Odie's but it's just, not. Yeah. And Odie's just sitting there watching. It's, yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. It's Garfield minus Garfield. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Garfield minus Garfield. Yeah. Oh man, you're right. Awesome. It's weird. It is. It's it's worth checking out. <laughs> we got any other questions? <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it for questions. Um, uh, <laughs> we don't have any reviews this week either, guys. So those of you listening, you got to step up your review game. Yeah. Um, if you like what you're hearing, like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. That's you, Vanessa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um, so get on that, please. Um, if you want to keep up with everything at Horizon Comics, you can follow them on Twitter, Twitter Facebook, and Instagram. Instagram. Like them on Facebook. Uh, if you want to keep up with Johnny and all of his and you juvenile do. happenings, you, you, you can follow do. him at uh, the Johnny 2 by 4 If you want to keep up with me, I am at St. Jonathan, S-A-I-N-T-J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Also, Nick, is there any? Do you, do you even care? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> In case anybody wanted to talk comics with you, yeah, um, I, I got, I got everybody here. Cool, you can catch cool. Um, if you want to keep up with, like I said, if you want to be up to date with like the video game stuff, you got to oh, be following the Hydra Five yeah. Five. Well, I just want to say, I, I attempted to get the stream working tonight. Um, <laughs> I was running into the audio problem because I was checking it out on my phone. Um, YouTube.com slash All Star Comics Podcast. I will get it working maybe next week. We will see. Right. Cool. So we'll Guys, thank you for listening. We hope you have a great week. Nick, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, let me just shout. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, that's one thing about Horizon. It's so awesome is that it's everybody's so nice here. I've never <laughs> been I've never been to a comic shop that that's this chill and everybody's so True you know, welcoming. Well, so credit, yeah, credit cool. Roger and Teresa. Yes, Roger and Teresa. Big shout so, out to Roger. Thank you and guys. Have a good week. Yeah.